good day. What? What's going on there, Cox Talks Nation? Yeah, how you now? How you now? Good, thanks. Yeah, not too bad in you. <laughs> it's your old buddy Coxie here broadcasting live from the big white Peterbilt, the 378 Pete. Nice Pete. <laughs> Uh, just on my way home from Hamilton, been hauling corn to the port of Hamilton like a corn hauling mofo. Coming up the end of the year, so they closed the St. Lawrence Seaway, which is the main water route for all ships here in Ontario. They're, they're closing it, uh, the 23rd of December, I believe, and it'll be closed for uh, a month, two months, two months, I think. So there will be no more uh, corn, soybean, wheat export out of the port of Hamilton. So that means they're trying to uh, shuffle as many boats in and out of the port and be loaded and get up the river as they can before they close it, which means all fucking systems go away. Eh? Just fucking grabbing gears and banging queers. <laughs> I mean, grabbing gears and drinking beers. Yeah, but don't drink and drive while we're at it. So yeah, uh, we're back again, trying to keep pace like I told you guys I would, trying to uh, trying to keep up with some Cox Talks podcasts. I know everybody loves the podcast. Everybody's always asking, when's the next podcast? When's the next podcast? Well, fuck, when I fucking feel like it. How about that? So, uh going to warn you right off the top here, we're going to be all over the map today. Got a lot of fucking things on my mind. You know, you sit, you sit in the seat of a vehicle. And it doesn't matter whether it's your passenger vehicle, a work vehicle, a truck, a tractor, a fucking motorcycle, a fucking a goddamn dune buggy. Remember dune buggies? Those things are sweet. And yeah, you know, that's that's where some people do their their most thinking, you know? That's where they do their most thinking. So I do some thinking when I'm on the road. I see some shit. I got some couple pet peeves. Uh, I'm going to talk about some stuff, and yeah, we're just going to kind of be all over the map, but you know what, sometimes I find when I'm all over the map, those are some of the most entertaining episodes, so buckle up, listen in, try to fucking keep up. As always, first and foremost, questions, comments, concerns, dilemmas, get at me, dog, at the Cox Talks Podcast on Instagram, pretty easy to find, the logo, that's my fucking profile pic. Also, my grinder profile pick, not a big deal. And, uh, yeah, you, I mean, you can track me down on Facebook if you know the real me, or you can text me, or you can find me on Twitter, or you can find me on TikTok now. Big TikTok guy. Pretty fucking addicting, that stupid goddamn app. But, uh, listen, I'll fucking stare at moms in ripped jeans shaking their butts all day long. I'm not afraid to admit it. No siree. Don't tell my better half, though. Actually, she listens, so I'm already in shit. Anywho, yeah, get a hold of me. Questions, comments, concerns, dilemmas. You guys know I always love the feedback. Big feedback, guys. So uh, keep keep it coming. So let's dive into it, okay? Um, cold snap here in Uxbridge. If that, or Uxbridge, Ontario. Uxbridge, Ontario. Cold snap in Ontario if that's what you want to call it. So uh, a couple nights ago, two nights ago, really the first cold night of the year, okay? I think it dipped down to minus 17, minus 15, which really uh, isn't that fucking cold, okay? But, oh, my God, that's immediately the social media posts 
about how cold it is. How are we supposed to function when it's this cold and it's too cold and oh my god, the world is ending because it's fucking cold and there's snow in the forecast. Oh my god, what are we going to do? Well, first of all, don't be such a fucking sally. Okay, minus 17, minus 15, minus 12, it's not that fucking cold. We're pretty lucky here in Ontario that it doesn't get to the minus 35, the minus 40, the minus 25 that it does in the prairies of Canada, the Canadian prairies. And from what I understand, and I I mean, it makes total sense, it can get that cold out, you know, in uh, middle, the middle, middle America, the, the mid, the American Midwest mofos get that cold out there too. But I'm going to tell you something here. Nobody fucking believes me. And for some of you guys that like to argue with me about this, I said this on Twitter the other day to a pal of mine, Mr. Tim Webster, that I will take minus 30 in the prairies before I'll take minus 10 here in Ontario any goddamn day of the week. Yep, you heard me. And I'm going to fucking tell you why. And I know you guys aren't going to believe me because I always tell you guys, or I tell people, it's a different cold. It's a different cold in the prairies. Well, guess what? It fucking is. It's a dry cold. And it it's not as hard to stay warm. You can go outside in like a hoodie and a turtleneck. Because fucking let's... Fucking who doesn't love a good turtleneck? Unless it's a dirty, stinky foreskin turtleneck. Chicks don't like those turtlenecks. But a regular turtleneck that you put on under your hoodie... Can't beat the good turtleneck. I like to keep... I'm a guy that likes his neck warm. Okay, I always got high collars on in the wintertime. I do my zippers right up. I like to keep my neck warm. Okay? It's just once my neck gets cold, that's it. I'm fucked. I'm absolutely useless. But back to the point. Here in Ontario, we get a damp cold. And I'm going to tell you guys something else, too. Zero to minus 12 is colder than minus 12 to minus 30. Well, no, it's not. That's not what the thermometer says. Thanks, Officer fucking Doofy. But what I mean is, until you get... And if you don't fucking believe me and you live here in Ontario, I'll tell you what. Start keeping a fucking journal. Start keeping a weather journal. You're checking shit and tell me I'm wrong, okay? Zero to minus 12, you get that. It's cold. Yeah, I get it. But it's really fucking damp. And it's the dampness that gets you. It fucking goes right through you. You can't stay warm. You can't fight it, no matter what. But after minus 12, okay, the air seems to dry out. I guess it's just, I don't know. I'm not a fucking meteorologist or a scientist. No, not a scientologist. I'm not a fucking weather guy. I'm not a scientist. But I would just say it's too cold to be fucking damp. But you take note. You go outside in Ontario when it's minus 18, and it's easier to stay warm than it is when it's minus 9. That is a Trevor Cox promise right there, and that's because it's not as fucking damp, okay? Something else I'm going to fucking tell you about living in the prairies when it's cold. When it's that cold in the prairies, guess what? The sun is always shining. There's no fucking clouds in the sky. The sun's shining, so it actually, in in a way... Okay, it helps, it feels warmer than it actually is because the sun's shining. Winters in Ontario, gray, dark, dreary, 
cloudy, slushy, wet, depressing, bullet to the head, brain matter on the ceiling. Yeah, it just, you want to fucking kill yourself in Ontario winters. That's something else that I briefly hinted at there, touched on. Very rarely in the prairies do you get that wet, heavy, slushy, just fucking 20-pound fucking snow that you can't shovel because you'll bust a fucking nut trying to shovel your driveway with that wet shit. It's all powder out there. Why is it powder? Well, because it's dry. It's dry fucking weather out there. That's why. So the snow is better out there. You take a leaf blower, blow the sidewalk, blow the driveway off. Very rarely do we get dry enough snow around here that it's powder. I mean, it happens. Don't get me wrong. It happens, but it's rare. You know what else is fucking rare in Alberta and Saskatchewan? I think Manitoba gets more of it, but freezing rain. Freezing rain can actually fuck right off. I am done with freezing rain. If I never see freezing rain in my life again, I will die a happy man. Freezing rain is fucking dog shit, okay? And in the prairies, I lived out there for eight years, and I'm, I mean, listen, I'm sure I saw freezing rain, but I can't think of a time when I saw freezing rain. I just, it happened so rarely that I don't remember it, okay? Here in Ontario, oh, fuck, oh, once a week, freezing rain in the wintertime. Again, brain matter, ceiling, let's go. Get it over with. Then I don't have to deal with freezing rain again. All right? Fuck, freezing rain sucks. And the reason I'm on the freezing rain topic is it fucking, they're calling for freezing rain here tomorrow in Ontario. So we're Sally's here in Ontario when it gets cold. We're Sally's, okay? You know what people are doing when it's minus 35 in Alberta? You know, the roofing crew, they're still out there. Fucking skill saws just a ripping fucking sheeting fucking the roofs of houses, shingling fucking houses, doing whatever it takes, because Alberta people are tougher than us here in Ontario. And that is a scientific fact, especially when it comes to dealing with the cold. Ontario folk, stop complaining about the cold. It's really not that fucking bad. Okay? Okay. Furthermore, I want to discuss how bad I want to move back to Alberta. I had a nice little phone conversation with a good buddy of mine, a, a local farmer here from Ontario who has family in Alberta. And, uh, they, they have, they have, uh, they own a ranch down in Montana as well. So yeah, this guy, he's basically the John Dutton of our local area, right? Not really, but, and we were discussing just how fucking wicked Alberta is. Okay. And I lived there for eight years. Like I've already probably said three times this podcast. But I love Alberta. I miss Alberta. I really fucking, I really dug in out in Alberta. I took in the culture. I learned. And I'll tell you what, I love it. Alberta just has this, like, no-nonsense, old-school approach to it. People out there, they don't have time for bullshit. They don't have time for lawsuits. They don't have time to complain. They don't have time to just... Like I said, there's no fucking time out there for bullshit. You put your head down, you get the fucking work, you do your job, you do whatever it takes to survive in Alberta. A handshake still fucking means something out there, 
Okay. A handshake still goes a long way in Alberta, which you really can't say for anywhere. Maybe Saskatchewan. I could see handshakes still going a long way in Saskatchewan and probably Manitoba too. But Ontario, fuck that. Fuck that. Everybody here in Ontario's got their own goddamn agenda. Okay. And if you try and make a deal with them and it doesn't fucking line up, everybody gets so smug and butt hurt and bent out of shape. Right? And you get like somebody if somebody fucking rips you off or fucks you over, alright? Oh fuck that guy ripped me off. I'm never gonna talk to him again. Okay, well in a sense that's fair. I get it. Or or you can be a man and you can understand that somebody got one up on you, alright? And you just put that one in your back pocket. Okay, you tuck that little situation in your back pocket and someday, someday, that person that quote unquote ripped you off is going to need something from you. They're going to need a favor. They're going to want to buy something off you. They're going to, and you know what? You're going to have that in your back pocket. Well, remember the time you fucking ripped me off or remember the time you fucked me over or you know what? Remember the time you went back on your word? You pull that little fucking thing out of your back pocket and you fucking bring it up to them and then you tell them to go fuck themselves. Okay? That's usually what they do in Alberta. Or, 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 they just get over it. They have a fucking dart and a fucking pilsner and they get over it. Alright? That's another thing. I'm really picking on, I'm really picking on Ontario this episode. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if I live here. I don't give a fuck if I was born here. Okay? I often refer to it as unterrible. And I stick to that. Alberta's just... Man, it's fucking nice out there. The sun's always shining. The people are kind, caring, courteous, neighborly. Okay? You got mountains. You got rivers. You got lakes. You got sunshine. You got wide open prairie in the summertime golden fields of wheat you got cowboys and cowgirls you got fucking three-quarter ton fucking diesel trucks okay fucking half tons no half tons out in alberta those fucking guys wives drive half tons all right and fucking man's trucks out there all right you got deer skin gloves you got felt cowboy hats you got snow you got skiing you got snowmobiling you got it so goddamn cold we're going to cuddle up on the couch and practice making a baby. You've got that in Alberta all winter long. Blizzards that keep you in your home for days at a time. Fucking, it's wonderful. If you're a single guy, you veg out on the couch, you punch three or four out a day, you binge watch some fucking like, like, like the Rambo series, you fucking crush beers and Doritos and you call it a day. What? Tell me. Fucking tell me what is so bad about that. Yeah, okay, maybe you can't rip to the D-through and get a bucket of fucking KFC, but who cares? Your system probably doesn't need it. You're packing away four bags of Cool Ranch Doritos in three days? Fuck a KFC. I'll survive on Cool Ranch, baby. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I just had a conversation with a buddy about Alberta and how great Alberta is, and it just kind of, you know... It just kind of touched a place in my heart, and I was back to visit this summer, and I've always said, you know, someday I might retire out there. If they'll have me back, I'd like to retire in Alberta, okay? And to go along with Alberta, 
The other good part about Alberta is you can fucking visit Montana. And no, I don't mean the Yellowstone, Montana. Duh, yeah, no, Cox, uh, Yellowstone is filmed in Montana. Yeah, thanks again there, Doofy. I get it, but that's not what I mean. I'm talking about getting down to Lake fucking Cucanusa there, buying a two-four of buckskins for 11 and a half bucks, getting out on the boat, cool water, hot Montana sun, 35, 40 degrees, that cool mountain water in Lake Cucanusa, crushing fucking, crushing Coors Light, water skiing. Actually, last time I went water skiing on Luke, on Luke, Lake Cucanusa, I broke my ankle. Buck Grenneveld broke my ankle last time I was water skiing out there. But listen, it was a time. Broke my ankle, got some fucking Oxycontins for painkillers. Still have them in my cabinet, all right? Still in my medicine cabinet. Going to sell them someday. They're my retirement fund. That's what I tell everybody. Just going to sell them and, and retire. But Kalispell, the first time I went to Kalispell, Montana, walking down the street with my uh, better half at the time, I'm going to hear this like, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, actually, no. What it was was, brap, 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 brap. Some guy just ripping his fucking quad right down Main Street, Kalispell, which is a city in Montana. I guess you could call Kalispell a city. Main Street, Kalispell, this motherfucker's wheeling his fucking Kodiak right down Main Street, no helmet, beer in his hand. Listen, I don't promote drinking and driving. But I was like, the minute I saw that, I was like, how cool is this fucking state? Why wouldn't I want to fucking live here? And I'll tell you what, Montana, very underrated state. Very underrated state. You got good food in Montana, mainly steaks. You got good steak in Montana. Again, you got wide open prairies. You got mountains. You got lakes. You got rivers. You got waterfalls. You got some fucking scrubby areas of Montana, too. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Libby, Conrad, uh, what's that fucking, is it, is it Harv or Havra or Havra or whatever? You got some pretty scabby parts of Montana too. Some parts where you don't stop for fuel, actually. Because you just don't stop for fucking fuel there. Alright. But every, everywhere has that. Fuck me, there's, there's parts in my hometown where you don't stop to get fuel. I mean, not for me, because I'm basically the mayor, but, hey. It's, every, every province has them. All right, every province has those parts. Montana's a beautiful, a beautiful place, too. And I will say this. People overlook Montana, and, of course, Montana's getting more attention now because of Yellowstone. And especially, I've noticed this season on Yellowstone, they've really been exhibiting the... Um, the topography, there we go, there we go, there's a big word, the topography of Montana, and listen, if you can't see for yourself that it's a beautiful state, you're an idiot, get to Montana anytime you have a, have the chance, get to Montana, get down to that Flathead Lake region, the Flathead Valley, I think it's called, get out into Bozeman, get out into the uh, the highway to the sun, which takes you through the Glacier National Park in Montana. It's a beautiful state. There's no state taxes there, so it's actually uh, it's actually pretty cheap to uh, to visit. I mean, our Canadian dollar sucks my balls right now, but once you get there, it's fairly cheap. 
Um, booze is cheap. Food is cheap. Accommodations are cheap. But uh, listen, you can't put a price on that scenery out there in that hot summer sun. I'll tell you that for free. So that's my little, you know, heart to heart on uh, Alberta versus Ontario and and getting back to Montana. Yeah, those are those are a couple things I wanted to go over there. Okay. Next thing I want to go over. Like I said earlier in the show, been doing a lot of trucking lately. Up and down the 400 series highways here in Ontario. Okay. And, well, uh, how do I put this? We got some fucking shitty, stupid, stupid, shitty, clueless fucking drivers out there. And the first thing I want to talk about is you people. You people out there that drive along beside a tractor trailer and hang out right at the very back corner of the trailer. I'm going to tell you what happens there. So a lot of times you hang out right in that back corner and you position yourself in a, in a way that you're just ahead of our back bumper. Therefore, you can't see our blinker when we want to make a lane change and you just hang out there. You just fucking, you just hang out there like a fucking idiot. And most of you are so fucking have such fucking tunnel vision that you're looking straight on and you don't even notice the marker light halfway up our trailer, which also acts as a signal light. Okay. You don't notice it. So you just hang over there. We put our signal on for fucking 18 minutes and you just hang out there. You just hang out there and we swerve at you. Let you know that we want over and you don't fucking move. You just give us the finger or whatever because you think we're driving like fucking maniacs. Don't do that. Don't hang out back there. Don't hang out right in our fucking blind spot either. That's a big fucking no-no. And I've been over this on another episode. I forget when it was. That's asking for to go home in a fucking pine box. I'm not kidding you. The same thing with hanging out back there. Like Some of you guys hang out, like I said, at the back corner of our trailer. And... At night, I find it's the worst, but we can't tell exactly where you are. We can't tell if you're actually behind us and we have room to move over or if, like I said, if you're just ahead of the back bumper and you can't see our blinker. Don't don't hang it. I cannot stress this enough. You come up alongside a tractor trailer on the highway, just go by them. Get Just get the fuck out of the way. Get away from us. We don't want to be near you any more than you want to near be near us. You guys, drivers out there, you say that we don't, you don't trust truck drivers. Guess fucking what? I don't trust you. And I don't know if you can hear that, but I'm pounding on the fucking steering wheel of my truck right now. Get away from trucks. Don't fucking lollygag beside us, okay? Fuck. Nobody likes to be behind trucks, beside trucks, because we drive too slow. We either drive too slow or we fucking drive too fast. Well, 90% of you people are probably listening to this podcast in your fucking vehicle right now. Take a look around your vehicle and tell me one thing that didn't get delivered as a product or parts of your product to assemble your product didn't get delivered in a truck. You don't like trucks on the road? Stop fucking buying shit. Okay? Just stop buying shit. Construct everything you can out of fucking grass, I guess. And things around the home that, that you already possess. 
Okay? Because that's, honestly, that's what it's going to take to get trucks off the road. Okay? Truck, trucks, truck drivers, the trucking industry is the heartbeat of this country. After agriculture, of course. Give us the respect. Don't fucking dilly-dally around trucks. And for the love of fucking Mary. And you're on a multi-lane highway and you see a truck with his blinker on. Guess what that means? Guess what it means? It means he wants to change lanes. So when you're 500 feet back of the truck or more, don't just fucking step on it, which, yeah, I get it. kind of contradicts everything you just said. You see our blinker on and then you just fucking honk on her. So you can get up and get past us so that we, so that, you know, cause you don't want to be stuck past or behind a fucking truck. And just ignore our fucking blinker. How mad do you motherfuckers get going down the highway when another fucking vehicle ignores your blinker? You think it's any fucking different for us? Because it's not. Figure it the fuck out. Be better drivers, okay? Just be better drivers. Christmas! Christmas is here. Christmas is like fucking next week. I fucking hate Christmas. I hate Christmas music. I hate Christmas shopping. I enjoy seeing my family members. I enjoy sitting down to Christmas dinner. But everything else about Christmas can fuck right off. Okay? And here's why. And you know what? I get it. Okay? This is coming across as an extremely miserable episode. And you're right. This is a pretty miserable episode. And I don't even fucking give a shit. Okay? This is what the people want. People want to hear me vent sometimes. All right? So that's what you're going to get. Christmas. Tell you why I don't like Christmas. And I'm going to use the term Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. I ain't even... No, no happy holiday shit here on the Cox Talks podcast. I don't like Christmas because I've never been able to truly outright enjoy it. And what I mean by that is, as you all know, we are dairy farmers. Okay? And and uh, I, guess, I guess anybody who has livestock typically has to do chores on Christmas. But there literally has been two Christmases in my life where I didn't have to work on Christmas Day. Now, I get it. Again, doctors, nurses, police officers, firefighters, there's lots of people that work on Christmas Day. I get it. Or Christmas Eve. Or whatever. But guess what? Not usually do they have to work every fucking year on Christmas Day. Okay? So there's all this hustle and bustle going around. I like Christmas parties. That's a lie. I like Christmas parties. All this hustle and bustle going around to get prepared, buying gifts, you're buying food, you're sending out Christmas cards, you're doing whatever to get ready for Christmas. Christmas Day comes, oh, no, got to get up at 5 or 5.30 and milk cows and do chores and all then would come in and when I was a kid we couldn't open presents till dad drank his coffee and weird Fucking weird that, you know, he always took the absolute longest to drink his coffee on Christmas morning. So then when I was a kid, you get inside, you, you get 
Dad gets his coffee done, finally, with his fucking big long hands there wrapped around his fucking coffee cup. And then you open all your presents. And then when I was a kid, just the way we did things on the farm, then you had to go back outside. So now it's like 9, 9.30 in the morning. Now you got to go back outside. you got to finish chores in the barn. Get a bed cow stalls. you got to clean the fucking gutter. you got to shake up straw. you got to feed the fat fucks. And then what do you do? Oh, you rush through chores. Then you come in and you get all fucking showered up. And you go to grandma's or you go to fucking Aunt Cheryl's or you go to Aunt Gloria's for lunch. And you eat until you hate yourself. Okay? Because I don't know if you people have ever seen me around a buffet, but I don't have a lot of self-control. Okay? So you eat until you hate yourself. Then you just want to lay down and have a fucking nap. Oh, no. No. You gotta, you gotta open your Christmas presents. Okay, so you get that fucking knitted sweater with a big fucking gray eagle on it or something that grandma knitted for you and you get a fucking pair of socks from, you know, your great aunt three times removed or whatever and you just sit there and you gotta pretend that you like all this shit. <laughs> when you're, this is, Hey, remember this is when you're a kid, okay? I'd love a knitted sweater with a big fucking white eagle on it now, alright? Rock that shit everywhere. But, and then guess what? You just get, you just get to start having some fun with your cousins and oh, boom! Four o'clock, back to the goddamn barn. Oh yeah, gotta do night milking, gotta do night feeding, gotta feed calves, gotta shake up a little bit more straw for some of these stupid fat pricks down in the barn. And then finally Christmas night, you come in and you finally, like 7, 7.30 at night, you finally get to sit down and maybe play with your new Sega Genesis or your new table hockey game. Or maybe you got one of those electric race car sets. I know my brother got one one year. And, yeah, it was like fucking 7.30 at night before we got to play with the goddamn thing. Now, yeah, oh, well, fuck, at least you got presents for Christmas. Uh, I got an orange in my stocking and that was it. Well, yeah, you know what? I feel sorry for you people too, but at least you didn't. I Listen, I'd trade all the fucking toys I got as a kid to not have to fucking work on Christmas Day. Okay? Now, yes, there were two Christmases in my life where I didn't have to work on Christmas Day. And those were two Christmases that I didn't come home to Ontario for. I stayed in Alberta. I said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not spending. That's the other thing. WestJet fucks you up the ass. Air Canada fucks you right up the hoop. When you try to fly home from Western Canada for Christmas, you can literally fly to fucking Argentina cheaper than you can fly home from Calgary during Christmas time with Canadian Airlines. Drives me fucking mental. Anyways, those were two very enjoyable Christmases. You know why? Because I didn't have to fucking work. I didn't have to work. I got up. One Christmas I spent at uh, McFadden Ranch there, Rancho Relaxo. Actually, I believe that was the last Christmas, um, that was Christmas uh, 2015, I guess. That was my last Christmas uh, tied to Alberta, so I stayed at Rancho Relaxo, the McFadden Ranch, where Rolly and I compared terrible fucking presents that we got with one another, because that's another thing. <laughs> oh, this is a... This is a fucking wormhole I probably shouldn't go down because I don't want to offend the people that buy Rolling and I gifts. So I'm going to fucking leave it there. But I just want to say this. 
I've never used my goddamn whiskey rocks once. As a matter of fact, I don't know where my fucking whiskey rocks are. All right? This year, I'm just hoping for a fucking Bluetooth speaker from Winners. All right? Jesus. Goddamn Christ. Anyways, really enjoyed those Christmases because I didn't have to go to work. Now, this year, Christmas happens to fall on my weekend off. My brother and I, we alternate weekends off here on the farm. So Christmas like Christmas Eve is a Saturday and Christmas Day is a Sunday, if, if, I, if I have that right. Well, that happens to be my weekend off. So I'm thinking that maybe this year I don't have to work on Christmas. But there's always a fucking but. My brother and I, the fucking good guys that we are, the uh, stand-up human beings that we are, we, we like to give our employees Christmas Day off. So I'm going to have to talk to him, see what his plans are. He kind of looks after the employees because he's a lot more diplomatic than I am. He's not quite the snap show that I can be. So I let him deal with the employees, and I just stick to myself. You know, I just kind of... I'm not going to lie, I kind of march to the beat of my own drum around the farm. And uh, that's just kind of the way I like it. So I, I may, listen, I may have Christmas off. I may be able to enjoy it this year. Or I may end up working to be continued on that topic. Let me retract that statement, actually. Um, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not looking for sympathy because I have to work every fucking Christmas day. Okay. You've heard me say on this podcast, I chose this profession, okay? I did. And I'm not trying to suck the life out of people's Christmases. I just, listen, I've never been able to enjoy Christmas to its fullest. I struggle with Christmas because, you know, I look around and everybody's getting time off, you know, basically from, we'll say, like, the 22nd of December till it's usually, like, the 4th or 5th of January. Everybody gets, essentially, two weeks off, and I'm stuck working every day, okay? And I'm sick and tired of it. I'm 39 years old. I don't want to fucking do it anymore. All right? That's that's my right. That's my desire of how I want to do things. I don't want to do them anymore. So fucking that's that. All right? Just getting it out there. I'm trying to suck the life out of Christmas for people. I don't want people feeling sorry for me because I hate Christmas. But I know, I know I'm not the only one out there who hates Christmas. Furthermore, if you're somebody that hates Christmas, holla back, yo. Let me know that you hate Christmas. Let me know that I'm not the only one out there. Okay, folks? Let me know. Which brings me to my next point. What's the big fucking deal about New Year's anyways? I know a lot of people that love New Year's, but guess what? I know equally the amount of people that hate fucking New Year's. I just, I think it's overrated, and I've heard my dad say, and some of you older listeners out there can maybe, you know, chime back in with the listener feedback here. I've heard it said that New Year's used to be a bigger deal than Christmas itself. Like, you know, you I, that's just what I've heard, and I don't know why that is, but I just think New Year's is overrated, like, Oh, let's have a party on New Year's and get fucking wasted. Well, I don't really need it to be New Year's to get wasted. Okay, I got wasted last Saturday night in a buddy's garage, and I still smell like cigarettes five fucking days later. It's not a big deal. All right, that's the way it goes. I didn't fucking need an excuse to be there. I knew he was having a party. I rolled in. We got drunk. 
big fucking deal. It doesn't have to be New Year's for that to happen. You want to go out for dinner New Year's? Overpriced. You want to go to a dance at New Year's? Overpriced. You want to go to a club on New Year's? Oh, all of a sudden there's a cover charge at this club. A $50 cover charge, which there's never a fucking cover charge any other time we go to that fucking club. It's dumb. It's fucking stupid. Why? What makes New Year's that fucking spectacular that you got to overcharge everybody for everything? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's just another night. It's just a couple years ago, ordered Chinese food, drank an orange crush. That was my New Year's. Was in bed before the fuck... But didn't even see New Year's. I think I went to bed, and my better half laid in bed beside me, smelling my farts all night because I ate Chinese food. Woke me up at 12, kissed me. I rolled over, went back to sleep. But why? Oh, because I had to get up and fucking milk cows the next morning. That's fucking why. So I don't really see the big deal for New Year's. I don't see like how why everybody has to go out now. Do you want to have friends over? You want to have the neighbors over? You know, play cards, play some twister, swing, do whatever neighbors and friends do these days. You know, do it. Fuck, that's fine. That's I mean, that's more fun than going out to a dance or a club or out for dinner, or even to see a fucking movie. That's way more fun. We rented a big bunch of friends and and uh, I and and my better half there. We rented a great big cottage one New Year's. We cooked steaks. We played cards. We fucking, there were people had fireworks across the lakes. We had the fireplace going. We had Dance Mix 94 going. We fucking crushed some Bud Lights. Like it just, you know, it was, it was laid back. It was fun. It was, it was a good time. We weren't out overpaying to get into a shitty club and listen to shitty house music. Pay fucking twice the amount for a Ryan Ginger that you usually do. I just, if somebody out there, please, could explain to me why New Year's is so special, that would be great. Because I can't figure it out. I honestly can't. (laughs) So listen, that's it. That's all for this edition of the Cox Talks Podcast. A little bit of a shorter episode. That's okay. Sometimes when I get on a rant, I feel like, you guys just, after a while, you just need to shut the fucking radio off anyways. But listen, more great episodes, more great topics, more great stuff to come in the coming episodes of the Cox Talks podcast. As always, thanks for listening. As always, the most important thing about listening to the Cox Talks podcast, tell your friends. Tell your fucking friends about the Cox Talks podcast. Merry fucking Christmas, losers. Check you later.